Rolling. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Quarantine Cast. Welcome. We are your hosts. I'm Derek. I'm Johnny. That's Johnny. Hello. I'm um, mad tired, so I'm going to drink some coffee real quick. You're mad tired. The Yo. mad... The mad tired man here today. He's so mad tired. Ooh, I'm so mad and tired. Um, he straight slept on him. The fool's mad tired. I slept on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, I, I realize I say mad and homie a lot because whenever anyone does a, an impression of me, they're always like, yo, homie, that's mad sick. And I'm like, damn, is that really how I talk? I don't want to know what an impression of me sounds like. I'm too um, self I just get really... <laughs> I get, I go, what the f- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I go up here when I do an impression of you. <clears throat> I don't like that at all. I don't like that. I want to go on the record and say that your impression of me is no good. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, buddy. Like something like that. Is that good? I guess I have a fake <laughs> voice rift. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, you know, when I'm trying to be friendly, I'd be like, hi, how's it going? Yeah. So then I settle into the realness. <laughs> all right. Down to Yo, brass tacks. Anyways, enough about us. How's it going out there, everybody? Are you surviving? Are you still alive? Are you still wearing a mask? Are you required Probably to wear not. a mask? Probably not. <laughs> um, Texas this week announced that they are not going to require people to wear masks anymore. Yeehaw, baby. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, we know somebody who lives in Texas. We know a couple people, actually. Yes. And we got one of them on the horn today. Our good friend, Meg. It's going to call us up and give us a chat about just, you know, what it's been like over there in Texas land for the past year. Yes, you've been asking, you've been requesting. We finally did it. We finally made it happen. We got Meg on the phone, on the horn, sorry. I like saying on the horn, too. So I'm excited. Have people been asking for Meg? Yes, they been actually, yeah. Whenever I was talking about the the mobile morgues that happened in El Paso, Texas. Everyone was like, you should get Meg on to talk about the mobile morgues. Why are you saying it like I that? Because it's funny to me uh, that they're what? like... It's funny to you? Mobile? I, <laughs> it's not funny to me. It's, fun, it's funny to me that they're like, get these fucking face jails off our face when, they, when they're like having to have mobile morgues. Okay, yeah, all right. It's, not, <laughs> it's the irony. The you, irony. You want to highlight the laugh. irony. I get it. Well... Uh, yeah, so Meg, you know, she's been dodging the mobile morgues left and right. They keep trying to stuff her in one, and she's like, I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Meg. <laughs> I hope she doesn't see that. <laughs> she uh, is. Yeah, she's she's watching right now. Um, She's great. We've missed her so much. Yeah, so in real. addition to talking about how she's been surviving COVID, we're just going to catch up with our good friend who we haven't talked to in so long. So stick around. Uh, we're going to be getting to that in just a few minutes. Um, but in the meantime, I just want to say real quick. Yeah. Um, last week I saw a really funny comment where someone said, damn, this shit looking 8k. And it's really funny that it's, it's the same camera from the main podcast. We just got closer to it and it looks HD as fuck. Lit it and framed it, uh, properly. Yeah. I white balanced it. Yeah. We're using like a little bit of depth of field here. Um, we are cinema masters. Okay. You guys probably don't know this about us, but Johnny (laughs) and I individually are two of the biggest filmmakers in mega 64. We both do, uh, or did at one point music videos independently of one another before we even like linked up. That's how we kind of became friends is through music videos. I feel like yeah, through like our competition and rivalry. I (laughs) I was aware of you and the music videos you're making over there in New York, 
I was doing my thing here in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, so we both have a background, and yeah, we like to make it look fancy. So this we podcast like is a, essentially a free masterclass. So uh, on how to make a good-looking podcast. And I'm going to take a moment to plug all the music videos I've made and all oh the music God. videos Johnny has yes. made. Uh, you've made some really cool music videos. Oh, thank you. I like the one where uh, the girl is in the arcade and uh, like it's animated and it, it's kind of like a fantasy one. That one was really impressive. And by the way, all these music videos came out years ago. Oh yeah, they're old. So they're old, they're dated. So even for their time, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah, that's a Math the Band, uh, January 2008. Go check it out. I'm in it at the end. Dude, uh, when I was streaming once, this is totally off uh, the cuff, but um, someone was like, hey, I saw you in the, the end of a Math the Band music video. And I was like, oh shit, I directed that. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, it's pretty cool you were acting in that. Yeah, You're you like, I it. also created it and edited it and shot mm. it. Uh, you did one with like pro wrestlers. Was that the same one? No, that's another Matt the Band uh, video. Didn't have time to think. Yeah. I'm also in that one too. Why do I keep putting myself in my own videos? You're like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. It's funny when you work with a band and you have a hit music video, they want another video. Yeah. Uh, so it's usually like a diminishing return. Like you keep making videos until they start sucking. And then they get somebody better than you to do the music videos. So. Yep. Uh, that one I think is impressive, but I don't think it's like good. See, so it was immediate. Uh, like, oh, let's do another one. You're like, eh, kind of miss misstepped with this one. Yeah, we shot like really beautiful wrestler footage, but we should just made the whole music video of that. Anyways, enough about us. Yeah, we're here to talk about COVID. Um, yeah, how are you doing, San um, Diego, uh, where we are? Is still in purple tier. We still have masks being mandated. It it's I I don't go anywhere, so it's totally fine. But like yeah. um I do notice more around here that like I know it's not like the worst if you're not wearing a mask in, in like the, the park or like at uh the uh beach or anything, but I've just that's the only thing I've really noticed is people don't really have masks. Yeah, out in them. public in a well ventilated area, people are keeping their distance and taking their masks off. And I feel like they've been doing that for a while. Um I went down to the swap meet yeah. last weekend. Ooh, um yeah. where you may recognize this location if you're a longtime Mega 64 fan, because we filmed a lot of videos there. Um you know, I, I got into, like, uh, I wanted to find some old Star Wars toys for a little... Oh, you didn't bring any of your stuff. <clears throat> for a little crafting project I've been working on. What stuff? You said you were gonna br we were going to show off some of your casts. Oh, yeah. Maybe next time. Okay. Um, then, and I went down there, and I was honestly kind of hesitant. And I asked you if you wanted to go with me, and your response was, no, I don't want to be around that many people. And yeah. that made me kind of scared. Oh, I'm, I'm and sorry. I was like, well, you know, Johnny's overreacting. There's not going to be that <laughs> many people problem, there. Yeah. I fucking hit traffic on the highway <laughs> before I even exited the highway. I was like in a line of cars. And I'm like, where the fuck are all these people going? They weren't all going to the swap meet, but generally just they're probably going to the beach. It was Saturday. Like everybody yeah. was out and about and the swap meet was pretty packed. Um, yeah. The parking lot was full. And I was nervous pulling up. Um, you know, I was thinking like maybe I should just go home. It took me 20 minutes to get down here. Maybe I don't want to be here anymore. But I sucked it up. I was like, you know what? I looked around and everybody was wearing masks and people were like social distancing. And yeah. I decided to test the water. You know, if it got sketchy, I would leave. It never really got sketchy. I really like yeah, had a great that's time. Sick. People were, you know, it was like an open air market. People were distanced. Um, what I found was there were a lot of like boutique clothing sellers there. Okay. 
I had been going to the swap meet my whole life, and I felt like this time it had leveled up significantly. And I noticed that people had like signs advertising their Instagram pages and their websites, and even some of them were saying where they were from. Uh, and these guys were like from boutiques in Los Angeles. Oh, because they probably can't sell stuff up there. It made me wonder if like the clothing stores or boutiques in LA are not doing so well and these clothing suppliers or independent suppliers, buyers and resellers are just hitting all these flea markets and swap meets. Uh, It was really kind of nice. It was like, I don't know. It felt different. It felt fun, you know, to be honest. Yeah, I, I talked to you afterwards, and I, I, I was kind of jealous. I was like, damn, I should have went. But I don't know. Like, uh, the initial thought of it, I was like, I know the type of people who go to the flea market, and I just imagine that. But the, you made it sound like those people are not there anymore. They're fucking going to Walmart. It and was shit. mostly, like, people younger than <laughs> yeah. me. Like, <laughs> college sound cool. students. And just, like, I don't know. I was looking for toy vendors, and I found a shit ton. It was a great time. Uh, so that being said, I did kind of feel honestly a little scared and a little guilty like i'm having too much fun and i feel like people just you know stuff's just going to start opening up and then lo and behold later that week texas and now i believe mississippi has followed suit oh my god well (laughs) i had a news story here and i don't know if it's time to get to these news stories and it's buried amongst a lot of them but it seems relevant so i'll pull i'll pull it up here we go dr fauci says u.s shouldn't loosen coronavirus restrictions until new daily cases fall below 10,000. I mean, um, they have fallen be- below that. Have they? In the U.S.? I think so. Let this, me check. This was as of uh, yesterday. The U.S. shouldn't ease restrictions or in place to prevent COVID-19 before the number of new coronavirus cases falls below 10,000 daily, and maybe even considerably less than that, Okay, Dr. Anthony Fauci <laughs> yeah. said. We're at 67,000 a day. We're at 67,000 a day. Thank you for just announcing that we had already passed that threshold. Don't show me. Put that graphic I'll, up for I'll the put people it at home to see. But it's like we're we're in the midst of a like upturn. <laughs> like It's going to happen. Uh, California, on the other hand, we're doing great. This is a perfect uh, case of how like a casual coronavirus discussion goes yeah. amongst friends and family. I heard some information. Dr. Fauci said we shouldn't do it unless we're under 10,000. Um, we are? <laughs> yeah, no. The, the, uh, really? Because I'm just going off of this brand new report. Yeah, no, we, we totally are. And that, then we look it up and find out that we're well fucking over it. That meme that you uh, posted is like the perfect like summary of that where it was like actual COVID research or like what well, I, I posted a meme on my Instagram stories and you can follow me on Instagram at Derek Acosta only yeah. if you care. Follow him. I mostly post stories or every once in a while I'll post a photo from like a film shoot or some whatever. Yeah. Follow, follow me if you want to know what I post. <laughs> I posted this meme and it was like COVID-19 research, a scientist in a laboratory like doing tests and like anti-vax research, a woman on a toilet yeah. <laughs> on a cell phone. <laughs> Uh, the, you know, the, I'm stealing these memes and reposting them. This is some, uh, great comedy happening and prime content. We're not here to talk about memes, Johnny. We're here to talk about the news. We, we, we don't talk about memes. We make memes. You know what? On that note, let's just cut our losses early. Okay. Let's bring another person into this conversation. Yeah, we need- Somebody who is relevant <laughs> and who knows what's been going on in the world because they've been living it. We're going to go now to our friend Meg. And uh, we'll be back after the short conversation to talk about some news stories. Sure. Take it away. Bye. 
All right, everybody, we are here with the one and only Meg. Yeah. Howdy. Howdy, y'all. Did you just say howdy to us? Howdy, Meg. partner. Howdy, y'all. You've been in Texas for so long. You're I refuse to ever say y'all. So you're talking <laughs> That's like That's just Texan. for you. Yeah, I dress like this to make you feel at home because I know it's oh. been a while since you've seen you know. me. So uh, you walk right out the door. There's millions of you. Howdy. This is the reunion of the Heart Slayers. Oh, fuck. Should I leave? So, uh, well, Johnny, you don't have to leave, but if you have any questions on, like, you know, how to pick up that special someone who's in your class yeah. or what the proper hygiene is before going on a first date, we can sort that out for you. And we got you. Yeah, I reckon. It's been such a long time since we've done Heart Slayers. This whole pandemic hit. Uh, you live in Texas now. You used to live in mm-hmm. California. Yeah. Do you regret leaving California? <laughs> Hard questions immediately. Uh, um, honestly, 100%. Uh, I mean, you didn't move to Texas because of COVID. You went for no. just personal reasons yeah. uh, that were yeah. n- not related to the pandemic. Right. So I don't yeah. know if you're being serious about that. But in regards to the pandemic... Have you felt like it would have been like it was harder, easier, the same in Texas? Did you feel comfortable being in Texas? Did you ever wish you were back here in California for all of this mess? Or did you not care? um, It's kind of like a multi-leveled answer, I think, because on like a personal level. uh, So the reason I moved to Texas was obviously because my boyfriend lived here. Mm-hmm. And so if we were still in a long-term or a long-distance relationship, that would have been really difficult since when I was in California, I was coming out to Texas all the time to visit him. So that would have been obviously very difficult. But on the flip side, I feel like I would have had a lot more people that I could have kind of been around in California at the same time for like pandemic support. So, because uh, out here, we're all kind of trying to distance and not hang out and whatever. Whereas if I was still in California, I'd obviously, you guys would be my bubble. Yeah. So I'm like missing a part of my bubble and I'm not getting as much like social interaction with that. that. So. Uh, and then not to mention, um, Texas has lifted the mask mandate as of this week, which we'll get into in a second. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and, but you had this wild fucking snowstorm oh, uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How was that? I don't know if you want to talk about oh, that at all. Gosh. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was... Uh, life-changing can no. you all right hold on i want to go back to the beginning so did mm-hmm. they give you any heads up in texas like hey there's gonna be a big snowstorm coming so like get no. a sweater no. get a sweater um, <laughs> a sweater would not have been enough uh it's interesting because we got snow back in i think it was either december or january and it was it's snowed like for a few hours and it was like wow yay snow <laughs> but yeah. instagram this, photos this around, mm-hmm. tweeting this about time it. around it uh it snowed like a few inches and so i don't know if you guys know anything about like the texas power grid fuck no but 
Hell no. Neither, I mean, I might look like I do, I. but. I don't know shit about any power <laughs> grids. No, no. I don't know shit about snow either. I've never so experienced it like twice. Yeah. And that's the situation that I was in. I was like, okay, yeah, snow. And then all of a sudden, uh, I lost power at like two o'clock in the morning and it was seven, maybe 10 degrees outside. Oh no. Wait, wait, Ooh. were you awake? What were you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. that's like what time the clock said. Off. Mm -hmm. I would and... be terrified if I'm like playing PS five. And like zoning it out. Smoke starts coming out of your mouth. And everything like turns off. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that next morning, I think it was like a Monday or something. Woke up. It was fucking freezing. Oh, and no. it's like, okay, what's going on? And so Texas, their power grid is independently owned. Everybody else in the whole country is on a federal regulated power grid. Okay. We're not. And so because of that. Uh, they didn't like winterize anything, so nothing was ready for a big winter storm. When they say it's so... independently owned, does that mean it's mm -hmm. not owned and operated by any government body? It's just owned by a person or a company? Yeah, it's owned by uh, like a group called ERCOT. Er <sighs> sounds like a bunch of rich assholes. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Uh, a lot of like their board doesn't even live in Texas. Okay. Tell, don't tell me they live in California. <laughs> I'm sure they probably do. God damn Fuck. it. They probably do. Okay. Anyways. I mean, anyways, so it's independently owned so, power grid, which sounds like mm -hmm. a bad idea on paper. Yeah. So because it being independent, they don't have to follow any kind of federal regulations. And so a bunch of the city, at least, well, most of the state lost power because everything was freezing and nothing was prepared for a big freeze basically. So I was out of power for maybe like a day or two, but I knew people that were out of power for like a week and a half. We, oh uh, we didn't have water for about a week. Why? Is it froze in the pipes? <laughs> um, no. So because the power plant or the, sorry, the water plant lost power. And so they couldn't, uh, they it. had to turn. Yeah. They had to turn like all the water off in the city. Pipes were bursting. And it was just like, Texas doesn't know how to handle any kind of weather unless it's hot. I don't know I anything guess. about Texas. So is this, this winter storm, is mm -hmm. this the first time this has ever happened? It's like a historical event. It's Holy the first shit. time it's happened in like 50 years or something like that. Dang. So nobody was prepared. There was no forewarning for anything. So the climate change deniers will say it happened 50 years Dude. ago. It did once every 50 years. I had to like yeah. bite my tongue with certain things. There's so many videos of people trying to light snow on fire. Be like, look at this fucking fake snow that the government's trying to. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of conspiracy <laughs> theories that it was like the government dumped all this fake snow on us and <laughs> made us freeze or trying to kill us. Oh. And it's like, okay, now they couldn't kill us with the winter storm. And so mm. let's just lift all the mask policies and open everything up a hundred percent. That'll kill them. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, as a kid, COVID. I couldn't even make fake snow like out of my fridge to take it into the backyard <laughs> to try to have like a mm -hmm. snow play set. Like, you know how fucking hard fake snow is? Yeah. Mm. And plus, because we were out of water, we kept having to take snow from the outside inside and oh. put it in the bathtub just like for water to flush the toilet. Oh, so confirmed real, real water. Mm. Real yeah. water. It melted. It's fine. 
Uh, well, that's awful. So you had a whole day without power. Mm-hmm. Did it go into the night? Was it freezing cold that night? Yeah. So what ended up happening was we went to a friend's house that had power and then we were there. Uh, they picked us up around maybe like noon the day that we had lost power. And then at 6 p.m. that night, they lost power too. But at least they had like a fireplace. So we kind of just hung out by the fireplace, you camped it out. <laughs> and then uh, the next day we went back to my apartment and we got power back. So That's good. a little bit of a rotation at least. And since my apartment's all electric, we still had heat. Whereas there were people with uh, power, but because they didn't have any water, their heat was controlled by the water. So mm. they didn't have heat. <laughs> this is a definition of a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. Just in on top of... The pandemic, which is like baseline anxiety layer. Now you have to deal with all this and you're probably afraid of getting contaminated. Mm -hmm. My washing machine broke two months ago and I was afraid to have a fucking repair guy come in. I can't imagine having to fucking camp out by a fireplace next to people. Yeah. At least so at least they were already in our bubble. But um, there was a day where like we didn't have any food because everything went bad when the power was out and I didn't have the foresight to like put the food in the snow because I don't know anything about snow. (laughs) Yeah. You're like a California liberal mm -hmm. uh, being forced (laughs) to survive for the first time in your life. So exactly. Every Californian who moves to Texas is worst nightmare. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Literally you were living it. I thought I moved to Texas because I heard it was nice everything shut down there's no food and you're surrounded by nothing but texans california person and they hate californians here so do they really not oh yeah well no but uh because all the californians are moving to texas all the rents and housing and everything else is skyrocketing so it's like fuck the californians why is that the californians fault when they are not the people who own the land and have no say on, wouldn't a person from California want to pay a lower rent? That's that's my argument. Yeah. Like, blame the fucking <laughs> Texas landowner. They're, like, yeah, they're jacking up the prices of the landlords, and they're like, these fucking Californians, this is these cute, fucking dude. California it's tenants. It was it was nuts because there was a day where I had to go buy food at 7-Eleven so that we had at least like hot dogs to eat. Yeah. Oh yeah. And In the post-apocalyptic was, world. Yeah. 7-Eleven will get you through. All hot dogs, baby. <laughs> but it was the first time that COVID was not the first thing on my mind while going out. Oh, like no. we still had masks on, but it was just kind of like scrambling to get whatever you could get and not worry about everybody else who was around you. And I remember getting back home that night and being like, that was the first time I've been out of the house and not worried about the pandemic Wow! because there's like another disaster that's on top of that. Yeah. But it supersedes your attention. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so is that all pretty much resolved now? Um, for is the it, most part. Is it warm over there? <laughs> Dude, it's like fucking 80 degrees today. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, global warming is not real though. Yeah. 
fucking fake snow. I tried to light it with a lighter. It didn't melt. I fucking burned myself. <laughs> um, okay, so fast forward now. Uh, they just announced that the masks are, are not going to be required. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I have a I have a story here in uh, my news articles that says the supermarket HEC will not be requiring shoppers to wear masks, but they encourage oh, them H-E-B. to. Oh, H-E-B. H-E-B, yeah, sorry. We don't have that here in California. <laughs> no, it, it's good. It's a good store. <laughs> H-E-B. Do you shop there? Mm-hmm. I do, but I don't think I will be in the future. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be requiring the workers to wear masks, but not the employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, so the so the, the people shoppers, who shop there yeah. will be protected from getting coronavirus from the people who work there. Yeah. Sure. But, but the people who work I there mean, are definitely going to get infected. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like the shitheads that want to come in and they're the ones who were already arguing the mask policy and now it's just going to be a free-for-all. You said uh, when we were talking before we started recording Mm -hmm. that you have like gone to the gas station and it's kind of like people are already not wearing masks. The mandate hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah, so the mandate kicks in on the 10th. I believe Wednesday. I didn't know that Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And just people are walking around, uh, either not wearing a mask, wearing it incorrectly, or just like they'll go inside anywhere and then take it off immediately. And it's like, nobody gives a shit about each other here, but then a lot of like independent businesses are still saying that they're going to require people wear masks. So at least there's that. It's so funny. There's so many fights. Anybody who is exposed to multiple people on a given day, like if you mm-hmm. work in a business, it's like crystal clear. Like, come on, wear a mask. I'm interacting yeah. with fucking strangers day in and day out. I don't want to get infected. And then yeah. on an individual basis, the shopper is like, well, I've been at my house all day, all week. I'm not going to wear a muzzle. I don't have <laughs> it. Why can't she just make the exception for me? And it's yeah. like, because if, if we do it for you, we would have to do it for everyone. And then what is the point? And it's like such exactly. a clear train of thought. But some people just yeah. can't wrap their head around it. I saw a funny tweet that was like, it's so embarrassing to forget your mask because I don't want anybody to think I'm a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to make a political statement. I just forgot the <laughs> thing in my car. I'm running back for it right now. Exactly. Um, so what have you been doing to kind of keep your sanity during the pandemic? What's your secret to not going crazy? Mm, uh, I've been getting a lot of plants. So Ooh, trying wow. to like keep that a thing and just the usual video games, watching TV, you know. You told me you just started streaming again after this mm-hmm. whole uh, winter storm has Past. Yeah. So that's like, I feel like that's a really good way to get outside interaction too, because I talk to the people here that I always talk to, but then I kind of get a more outside view and more people to just kind of chat with, which is nice. Yeah. Well, um, I would, you know, what you should do is you should be like our Texas correspondent on this show. Yeah. We can like check in with you every few weeks to see what's going on in that part of the world. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to, you ever listen to um, conservative talk shows and they have like a funny name for uh, other parts of the country that they don't live in? 
Yeah. Like down here in San Diego, there's this conservative talk show host who refers to San Francisco as San Francisco and Hollywood is Holly weird. Yeah. Hollyweed. San Francisco is one that like stuck with me as a kid. I was like, that is gnarly. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, I think feel like Sean's been running out of rants, so maybe we should have correspondent oh, Meg. Man. Correspondent Meg from Texas Land. Yeah, she's outside of a piggly wiggly. Because it's like a th- it's like a theme park fantasy <laughs> world over there where coronavirus doesn't exist and was never really a big issue at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, gonna go to a bar now. It's legal. Yeah. Oh my god, you! Sh- I wish you would just be. <laughs> I don't actually, but if you could oh. somehow get like a full hazmat suit and then just go in oh, there with the camera, Meg. And film what it's like. I will Amazon send you a hazmat suit if you're down to do Hey, this. go down to fucking 6th Street where the, all the bars are. Oh <laughs> my God. Just, dr- just drive through with your car and film it from the window, please. Oh, Maybe. Maybe. Well, it's crazy too because uh, the day after my birthday last year is when quarantine here started. And here we are. My birthday's in 11 days. Oh. Guess it's over. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was really just all on you, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> just the one year uh, quarantine on your schedule. Uh, we will <laughs> definitely be checking in with you again. Sure. Um, if you want to talk to us. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, we really appreciate talking to you today, and we hope that you uh, stay safe. Yeah, you guys too. Yeah. I'm going to shoot this coyote. Uh, were you going to edit that in? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jump cut. Yo, all right. We're back. Thank you, Meg. Um, Thank you, Meg. Stay safe out there in Texas. We love Meg. We miss Meg. We're going to move on now. Uh, uh, we have mad videos to talk we, about. Mad videos, homie. Oh, earlier in this episode, <laughs> you said that uh, you realize you say mad a lot and oh, homie yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, and we totally, I'm going to go back to that conversation. Uh-huh. Rewind to the beginning of this episode, uh, and we're going to pick up that conversation yeah. again. When I first met you, I think everybody started like just imitating the way you uh, talk and yeah, introducing things you say. I think you brought something culturally from the East Coast over to San Diego that wasn't present here. There, it's I'm loving how all, all like everyone here at Mexico Four, like all of our lingo is kind of interlacing. Uh-huh. Um, we were talking about the other day uh, when we were filming Ava. I ate pizza and I was again really like out of it because I just didn't eat anything but pizza that day. And you were like. Look, you got fucking cheeseburger brain over here, a cheeseburger pizza brain over here. And I was like, what the fuck? And then now every time any of us, any of us here says like you have XYZ brain, like if you eat something, you're like, oh man, you got fucking cheese stick brain. It's like become a, it's like a plague. Uh, I love yeah, it. Yeah. You started saying on one, which I think oh, yeah. is introduced. I think, I don't know if it was me on that started right saying people were getting buck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Buck. Which is short for buck while. Which is short for Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Uh, but um, yeah, we all kind of like intermix the lingo and bring different um, <laughs> uh, catchphrases and pieces uh, of slang to it. I laugh because I think of all the colloquialisms we've gotten from Garrett over the years. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. You bring a lot to the table and we appreciate you. Let's uh, get into these videos. Do you have any videos to show me? Uh, yeah, I, man, should I start? I'm going to go big guns. Yeah, let's let me switch to the vid section here. Bill of rights matter. No, the first amendment, it matters. Oh, I I said we conservatives (laughs) believe in the rule of law because we know that when the law is enforced, our rights are protected. Freedom of speech. That's why we're doing such a, uh, a big effort at this CPAC to talk about the bill of rights. 
But I also want to mention one thing, and I know this might sound like a little bit of a downer. Now I'm we listening. also believe in property rights, and this is a private hotel. And we believe in the rule of law, so we need to comply with the, the laws of this county. Property rights is not in the Bill of Rights, if anybody's fucking wondering. House gets to set its own rules. This is at the CPAC. Our CPAC director. Well, as Stan mentioned, we are in a private facility, um, and we do want to be respectful of you the this. Um, ordinances that they have. I see where this is going. It's brilliant. So please... Everyone, when you're in the ballroom, when you're seated, you should still be wearing a mask. We respect property rights so here. So if everybody can go ahead. And the people who own this that. property have a rule, and we're going to respect it. I know. It. I know. It's, it's not the most fun. You, you have Freedom. the right. Freedom! <laughs> Freedom! You have rules in your own house, and we're borrowing somebody else's house. So we need to comply <laughs> with our rules. You gotta play by so, the rules, folks. Thank you all. It would be hypocritical. I wear a mask when I'm in the halls, and we're gonna comply with their rules. <laughs> I thank could, you, everyone. Have a good conference. You. I could not stop laughing at this. Yo, that's uh, that was beautiful. Oh, I totally, ah. I thought that was going to go in a different direction, and it took <laughs> a turn, and it got really positive. Uh, there, <laughs> we believe in the Bill of Rights. We believe in the First Amendment, the freedom oh, of my speech. God. You couldn't like the freedom of expression, which I guess is how they uh, keep not wearing a mask is their freedom of expression. I don't think you could write a better improv if you try or like do a better improv if you tried. Like but that's just like the how like organic that happened. I the just set up and punchline. Can oh, we just perfect. go through the attempted fucking brainwashing that he tried to throw from oh, that stage, yeah. which is like first we're going to talk about the Bill of Rights. He threw all that then QAnon lingo at I'm gonna them. I'm going to talk about, you know, First Amendment, freedom of speech. I get where you come from with this mask thing. Now I'm going to throw in property rights, yeah. which is not connected to the Bill of Rights in any way. <laughs> but mentally, we're talking about the Bill of Rights, property rights, blah, 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 same thing. Now we're going to respect the property owner's rights of this property. And hard stop. Yeah. People go, fuck no. Like, oh, huh? And then they start shouting, freedom. My favorite part is when he goes like, all right, you know, we're going to, you know, we, we respect, like, we rent this place, so uh, we're going to have the runner of the CPAC here uh, tell you something. And this fucking woman's like, what the fuck? Why'd you throw it to me? And yeah. she's like, um, can you guys and then please she wear masks? It, then she throws it to some nameless, um, somebody who's not in the room right now, but um, owns the property. <laughs> you know how much we love people who own property? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're kind of like our Lord and Savior. So they told us to put a mask on. Fuck that! Uh, anyway, sorry, I'll stop. I mean, we had the conversation with that Meg but about Texas, but I wanted to bring this up. I didn't put it in here because I thought it was like not really COVID related, but there was a great clip of Ted Cruz from this, from the CPAC, where he comes out strong trying to do a fucking stand-up bit where he's like, oh, Orlando is beautiful here. Not as beautiful as Cancun. That's in poor taste. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> like they fucking love it. The thing I have said about Ted Cruz... More than once on the show, his greatest offense in life is he has no sense of humor. He has, like, the <laughs> worst sense of humor. That is the most disgusting thing about that man. Yeah. The things that he, uh, the attempts he makes at joking are just so gross. They're offensively bad. Anyways, uh, what else you got for me? Um, this video, someone, someone sent me this shit. All right. Anti-masker. All right, let's go. <clears throat> Fired up. 
Anti-masker security staff clash. What? At uh, what? Clash at? This is in Canada. Okay, in Canada. This gets wild. Well, I will say right from the beginning, he's not respecting property rights. Yeah, no. You know, we respect property rights. Do you know, you love how no one in fucking America got manhandled. This dude gets fucking manhandled in Canada, dude. Um, Look at this shit. Why is he resisting? I don't I mean, know. Clearly, these officers are just this shit. I was almost afraid to to show this. Like, it gets fucking insane. All right, I'm just gonna stop being facetious here. Let's see how this goes down. This isn't a hardware store, which is scary, because this guy could grab a chainsaw yeah. or a pickaxe. Oh my god. This is like a uh, like a AEW cinematic match, <laughs> yeah, dude. bro. I th I'm afraid like <laughs> the Jeff the Hardy's gonna come through here in a golf cart any second. The Canadian brawl. Goom. Right. Oh no. Chokehold. I mean they, they literally got him in a sleeper. <laughs> Oh, I, that's, that fucking, made me feel bad. I'm feeling fucking Yeah, triggered, me too. Dude. Real. <laughs> Real talk. I'm bonding with this guy now. <laughs> no. Fucking get your arm <laughs> off of him. Bro, just put a mask on and these fucking cops are like, bro, we're going to choke you the fuck. You're going to sleep, bro. Unless you want to put this mask on. This is a mad world we live in. It's <laughs> just like they're getting so close to him too. Like that defeats the whole purpose of the mask. You're nothing. You guys, you guys are... Bullies. This is unnecessary on so many levels. He just wants to drink his Timmy's, eh? And he wants to. All right. Sorry, I shouldn't make Canadian jokes. Uh, Johnny, this one's a bummer, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. All it right. was fucking wild. Stop okay, this one. Stop it. I have a a video that is in the same genre, uh -huh. and I think it may end as a bummer or. No, we need a. We'll come back to my video. It's too similar to that. We need something else to wash the taste out of our mouth. Uh, so, oh, oh, what? Oh, I didn't know what you're setting up. Oh, I, I actually have another video that is not COVID related at all. Sure, but um, something that went viral this week. This mm -hmm. is from New York. You used to live in New York. Yes. Did you ever live in like a weird apartment? Kind of. I lived uh in this place above a, an old woman, and it was the worst. Did you ever feel like there were strange like? compartments or maybe hidden passageways in some of the buildings you lived in no well let's watch this video here fire sure. up uh number one here in my new york city apartment and it's cold right obviously it doesn't matter how high the heat okay. goes she's doing I'm a bit cold, but right stick so with I walk it into my bathroom right here <clears throat> i feel cold air oh, blowing on me there's not a vent or anything so i feel here and there's cold air coming through this hole so i tape it up i tape it up i don't know why there's cold air coming through here but we're not having it i stand here cold air and look look at that her hair's blowing in the wind it's you so you can see my hair so blowing blowy in, in the there. cold wind literally so blowing. i start searching i start searching right okay there's this there's feels sus to me nothing's coming out there's there's a little bit of air coming out of this light switch okay there's not enough air call the landlord to blow this hard on me you can't see it now look at it they blow in all right stop doing so bits stop i know and the air's <laughs> coming from the mirror. To from a the mirror. mirror. I realize the mirror moves. Let me show you what I found in my New York City bathroom. Part two. Oh, fuck. It's multiple. Oh, here's part two. It's part two. Okay. All right, she brought a friend. Here's the mirror. Get ready for this. There's no way she didn't know this. Check this out. There's no way. She... Look at that. It's just the electrical. Oh, no, no, no. 
There's no way. Look at this. There's a landlord has... What the fuck? There's a room back there. I feel like a landlord would have to tell you about this. Would you go in there? Yeah. You would explore that? Oh, Through okay. your mirror? The weird part about, about this is they didn't fill it out on either side of this hole. I'm like... Sometimes people on TikTok will like know about certain things and they'll like play it up. I'm kind of feeling like she's playing it up. Even still, but even, still crazy. Even if she is playing this up, yeah. which you're probably right. But like, what if someone's living in there? The mirror is a secret passage into another room. Do you think oh, my hands yeah. can fit through here? Okay, are you ready? I don't know if you want to watch. Uh, I think she goes in there. I'm, I mean, I have all the parts. Ready? Yeah. All right, it's about to start part three. This has music, but. I could mute it because we have it on Yeah, mute different. it. I'll mute it here. Just, just mute it. I, I have this recording on two separate tracks this time. Last time people were saying <clears throat> shit was too loud. I got you. So I like this uh, like headlamp and uh, oh, she's not going to fit. Oh, this is the badonk. Got the badonk. Right, badonk gotta, first. Yeah, that's the way you do it. She was trying to go like a baby being born. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I partially like she would definitely bust her ass doing that. I feel like someone's behind her, like helping her through. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a very suspicious. Person I'm so suspicious with. of like, this whole thing. You always are like, no way. This is real. This yeah. is staged. Uh, so she went through there and yeah, we could have just gone to part four. That's fine. It's one mirror that leads to another mirror. So it might right. be two way. This is part four. You can put it back on the sound. Hold a hammer to kill somebody. No. Okay, she's gonna murder someone. Oh, it's like a whole apartment. I bet you there's another door leading to this. Spoiler alert, she doesn't find anything. It's yeah. just an unfinished apartment that's in the process of being finished and ready to be rented. Um, yeah, I bet I bet she knew that they cut the hole because she probably heard them cutting the hole. She might not have. It, okay. It might have been uh, something that was like patched up before she moved in. Yeah. And then coronavirus hit, and they couldn't get any workers in here. Yeah, I mean, coronavirus yeah. has been going on for a year. Like, <laughs> you might not have the money or the or the people available to finish this. Okay, great, great. I'm gonna go ahead and unlock this door. Oh, the door was unlocked. Alive. Okay. All right, so that's oh. it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Shouts Little. out. What did you, uh, you ever had something like that happen in New York? No, I'm, I do have so many theories about this video, though. I'm sure. My, my brain is uh, calculating. Could, I mean, it could be fake, but we saw I mean, there's a real apartment there. I, I figured my, my theory is that, like, she knew that they were building that, and they were probably, like, cut a hole to, like, put another window or mirror behind it. Yeah. And she was like, oh, shit, that could be, like, a crazy TikTok. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she was like, what the? Maybe she just moved in. And was you like, might be right. Fuck. Okay. Now that we've watched, uh, watched that video, I want to go to another story that I have for you. This one is coming out of the UK. It's not coronavirus related at all. This is just weird news. Oi, bruv. Uh, UK news. Seriously. God, let me find my paper here. I love like grime rap. I wish I could do that shit. Uh, no. Sorry, guys. I'm all mixed up. Anyways, it was about this escaped. Here we go. Escaped convict. Oh, shit. Lands himself back in prison after coming out of hiding to buy a video game. <laughs> this dude escaped prison. That's what I would do, baby. And was like living. Like, imagine escaping prison and then fucking coronavirus lockdown yeah. happens. You're back in prison. And it's like, oh, at least I'm not in the clink. Is that what they. Is that how, oh, <laughs> they, call is the that how they talk over there? 
At I'm going to get thrown in the bin. At least I'm not in the clink. <laughs> um, I think clink is an American thing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's so fucking bored uh, that he has to go, you know, get something to alleviate the boredom. What yeah. did he go after? I'll let you know. It was Call of Duty. Ooh. The new Call of Duty. What did he go to jail for? Robbery. Okay. I was about to say, is this something gun related? Well, there's a video of him being arrested outside the video game store. Look at this! Holy shit. Hi, chaps. Can you have a quick chat? Have I been down today? What would you do if you were this guy? Probably shitting your pants. These <laughs> cops come to talk to you. Where do you live? Oh, that's him. Deathwood. Alright. Listen to this. Okay. I'm going to check your details. You're about to pop. Blatantly, you both saw us walking up here and you turned around and you've come walking around. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I did pop. He fucking went for the shin kick. He kicked him in the balls, dude. Oh, he did? And he fucking went down, It was too. a nut shot. Oh, I gotta see that again. Roll back. Oh, ball kick. He fucking nut shot at <laughs> the cop. And he fell because it's raining out. Now, check this out. In the UK, the cops don't carry fucking guns. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's, it's a wild west out there when it's, it comes to nut shots. It's going to be like some Canadian shit. He's going to get choked I, out. I, as, as an American, <laughs> this, like earshot. this is fucking insanity to me. Oh, yeah. Insanity to me. Like, that shit wouldn't fly. Dude, I'm sure in the UK they're like, all right, bruv, I'm getting a free shot back. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You're gonna wish you was in the clink after I'm done <laughs> with ya. <laughs> so they got him. All that for Call of Duty, bro. Dude. This is wild. Who's with that? Who's this woman? Is she a cop? She's a cop. Okay. She got punched in the face. Holy shit. They both did. I think these are just two cops. Dude, this fucking baller in this fucking suit helped them out. That guy had so much rings on. Now they're all friends. Shoes. Sorry, bruv. Now they're all chatty. Yeah, you know, it's just business. Yeah. Had to kick you in the dick, mate. <laughs> all in a day's work. <laughs> should I, should I, that's it. That's all right, it. cool. That was great. Yeah, I thought you'd I like that I fucking popped so hard at that. Uh, Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at that. It's making me laugh. I sent Johnny that link earlier, and then I ran into his office, yeah. and I was like, "I just sent you a fucking video. You can read the title, but don't watch yeah. it. You have to watch it on camera for the first time." Oh yeah, uh, and I'm glad you did. Me Check too. this out. Here's some local news coming out of San Diego. Great apes at San Diego Zoo Ooh, become about first non-human COVID-19. Vaccine recipients. Fuck yeah, this is how Planet of the Apes starts. They have given, I believe, eight. Uh, oh, it doesn't say how many. Orangutans and bonobos. Is that how you pronounce it? Bonobos. Uh, bonobos. I should know. I go to the zoo all the time. They've given them the vaccine. And apparently, I was reading, these great apes at the San Diego Zoo were the first apes in the entire world okay. to be infected Yes. With COVID-19, which made me extremely fucking sad. Me too. The idea that, first of all, I've defended the San Diego Zoo to many, many, many people who do not live in San Diego, yeah. who believe that zoos are unethical because they are essentially animal prisons. Yeah. 
And I didn't understand that in other parts of the country and the world, that's essentially true. But the San Diego Zoo is different. I mean, it is a really nice research facility. I'm going to defend the San Diego Zoo and maybe I'll get some heat for this, but I think they at least try to set themselves apart from other zoos. Yeah, I by, assume so. By doing a lot of animal um, conservation mm -hmm. efforts, research to save animals. They have a sister park here in San Diego called the San Diego Wild Animal Park, which is like a huge open space reserve where they have like the last white rhinos on earth. Yeah. Basically here in San Diego and they're trying to breed them and save them. They've done the same for the California condor. Mm. They try to do a lot of good work. That's yeah. okay. I'm done defending the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> now the idea that people go to the San Diego Zoo and they're sick with COVID and they cough on the gorillas and give it to them. That's just awful. Uh, Do we know that's how they got it though? Well, the, the gorillas, the great apes definitely got it. I don't know if it was from the uh, visitors or if it was from their animal handlers. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just speculating. <laughs> Look it up for yourself yeah. if you want to know. Point is, at the end of the day, they made a special vaccine just for these apes. Ape vaccine. Yes, it's an ape-specific vaccine, and they've <laughs> given it to them in a highly experimental dose, so they're currently testing ape vaccine Dude, for COVID-19 at the San Diego Zoo. Yo, if I can't get the Pfizer or the Moderna yeah. or even the Johnson & Johnson, it's good to know there's always that ape vaccine. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I wonder if that'll get on the black market. I'm Yo, sure. you want that ape vaccine? <laughs> oh, you probably like inject that if you're a bodybuilder. You fucking... I need the juice. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you got for us? You got anything? I have uh, one more video, but it's like more just cringe related. I don't know if you want to end the show like we did last week. Let's save your video yeah. then because I got like so many news Yo, stories yeah, let's here. Do it. Um, all right. Well, we've heard about uh, Texas and Mississippi. Alabama has gone the other way. Alabama's governor extends face masks mandate. Um, well, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, I think uh, her, the governor of Alabama, her name is, uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I had it here. Kay Ivy. Kay Ivy. Shouts out to Kay Ivy. Sounds like a Batman villain. She's a real one. She's trying to but take care of real. The, the people of Bama. She says, though, by the end of April, she's ripping the masks off. <laughs> she's like, just stick with me. <laughs> Uh, this is another good one. Another follow-up to that UK madness. Yeah, another, UK madness. That sounds like a rap group. Another story of UK madness. Um, here's the headline. COVID. Machete thrown during Liverpool <laughs> COVID breach house party. <laughs> Machete thrown. Oi, bro. So, <laughs> these, I don't know why I keep saying oi, bro. These guys were having a party because they're fucking tired <laughs> uh, of the lockdown. And these cops showed up to break the party up. And somebody threw a machete oh from the God. balcony of the party at the cops. At the cops. Just at a bunch of cops. dudes in fucking Adidas zip-ups. Yeah. Like, and throw machetes. <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate that the, the police in the UK don't carry guns. Oh, they wish. And I just... They should have thrown the machetes back. <laughs> Yeah. What are you going to do? Throw them back. 
dude, you got to have your shit figured out. If like you're at that point in life where you're oh. having a COVID breach party and the cops show up, and you're like, oi, bro, give me the shetty. Yeah, give me the machete. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody is going to email us. To tell oh, us dude, where we would our be. Our accents are <laughs> heinous. I'm going to stop. Okay. I'm going to stop doing the <laughs> fake accent. But I can't stop laughing. That was an incredible story. That was really good. <laughs> um, there's a new Banksy confirmed. Ooh. New Banksy. I have a picture of it here. I could put it up there. Kind of weak. Kind of weak. I mean, it's a uh, it's an old prison, and Banksy yeah, that sucks. painted a prisoner escaping with a rope uh, made out of bed sheets, and it has a typewriter attached. Typewriter to it. at the bottom to anchor the rope. And then the article goes on to say, like, this might be commentary on the fact that the famous author Oscar Wilde was once uh, kept at this prison for a few days. And I was like, yeah, fucking cool. I saw Banksy in person once. No way. Really? Yeah, he, it was when he was doing his whole New York thing. There was the one he did where uh, it was a truck driving around with like puppets oh, yeah, of animals. I remember that one. Um, but then he set one up right by my dorm. It was just like a crashed car and it had like this like fucking beautiful thing over it. Yeah. I, I walked past it and there were a bunch of people like, were like, oh fuck, everyone was freaking out. And then I went and got food, came back. It was like, you like it, it was like ten minutes. Uh, someone bought who owned the lot, sold everything. Uh, people came in and started just tearing it apart because <laughs> he set it up in a vacant lot and someone was like, "Oh, I own this lot," and they just sold it like immediately. Oh my god, that's so, always the thing with Banksy. And I was wondering with this wall, like, okay, how long till somebody just breaks the wall and takes it now and sells it? Oh, they, dude, I I feel like he. I he, mean, that is the commentary. Yeah. See, it's almost getting to the point with. Maybe the point is like that this one does suck. Maybe that is yeah. the point. Maybe it's how low can I set the bar to have people feverishly um, fight over my work and try to monetize Dude, it? Dude, at this point, his shit looks like fucking live, laugh, love. Like, <laughs> like he's, he's gotten such, like, it's so fucking basic looking. If, if, dude, if Banksy just spray painted live, <laughs> live laugh, laugh, love. Dude, Banksy, wall, if you're watching. Dude, Banksy, I'll help you with that one. <laughs> I'll get the stencil ready. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, check out this story. Delta flight is diverted to Sacramento after passenger dies on the plane. From what? Nobody knows. No. They the haven't done an autopsy. Oh, no. Uh, the plane was going from Cabo uh, in Mexico to Seattle, but it had to stop in Sacramento because the guy died on the flight. Dude, do you think they told everyone? They, no, that probably caused panic. You have to tell people something. And also, they probably say like due to a medical emergency. And also, landing. you have to let the pilot know, like, <laughs> the hey, there's a dead guy. Yeah, the the pilot knew, but he had to find out, and somebody had to find out and let the pilot know. So somebody had to confirm that this guy was dead, and then get that <laughs> news to the pilot. Which means at some point it was like, boom. <laughs> yes, hi, sir. How can I help you? Oh, yeah, I think this guy's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one time I was on a flight I've said this on the Mega 64 podcast And we hit terrible turbulence Like I yeah. thought we were going down And somebody up in the front of the cabin Started screaming ah, 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 And then somebody calls out Is there a doctor on the plane no. And I was like you've got to be fucking joking me Like they didn't actually say that shit Did they uh, it, it gets said I was on a plane where somebody shouted that They probably shouted it on that one um, is there a mobile morgue on the plane? Is there a mobile morgue on the plane? Oh no, we're on one. 
how about this one? Sure. This should have been at the top of the news. Oh, God. So the FBI released a picture of a guy who was at the at the uh, riots in January, the insurrection. Yes. The insurrection. I mean, that's what it's called. And uh, people started saying, yo, isn't that the guy from Mr. Show? <laughs> and the Sarah Silverman program and a bunch of other and things. And the Sarah Silverman program. Uh, I believe the actor's name is, uh, is it Jay Jason? I think so. Um, and supposedly he... I say supposedly because I, I don't personally know this, but uh, he's the voice of Jimmy Pesto on Bob's Burgers. Yes. <laughs> For real? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I I mean, he was in my favorite skit on Mr. Show, The mm-hmm. Story of Everest, which is a hilarious skit. Uh, but maybe possibly uh, his latest skit might be his finest <laughs> work. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> possibly the funniest uh, bit he's ever done. It's cracking me up that the FBI me. can't find him. Is he in hiding? I don't know. The FBI has, has been tweeting like any information about this guy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, bro, I got his IMDb if you want it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fucking contact his agent. Tell him you got a part for him. Uh, reality TV. Uh, <laughs> this all got confirmed. The jail show. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, this all got confirmed by Spencer Crittenden from uh, Harmontown. He tweeted out. He was just like, someone's like, hey, do you know if it was him or not? He's like, I don't know if that's him, but he was there. I mean, look at that. Oh, no, it's him. It's fucking him. But uh, I just thought it was funny that it got confirmed. Uh, Officials say that an inmate used a body cavity to smuggle a gun into jail. Uh, What's the gender? I know gender is a spectrum, but. I don't even know how to answer your question. (laughs) You throw me a fucking curveball like that. You just said an inmate. They don't say which body cavity it is. Uh, I mean, it's this like tweaker woman. Oh, it's a I mean, woman. A That's why I just right I needed specifications because Johnny, you, know. you can just come out and say, did she put it in her ass, her butt? She put it in, or did she put it in her vagina? <laughs> I think she it's did. a simple question to say. That's the article need, doesn't I need to know the gender. And I showed this article to Johnny off camera, and he asked that question, and I said she also could have smuggled it in her mouth. That's a body cavity, too. Body cavity. Um, that was my impersonation of somebody smuggling a gun <laughs> in their mouth. It's a small gun, and they give specific uh, dimensions in the article on how big it is, which I just think is hilarious. They're basically telling you everything you want to know without telling you everything you want to know. We won't tell you where she put it, but the gun was three and a half inches long and uh, three quarters of an inch wide. <laughs> I have so many questions, and I wish this article would answer them. You know, when I print out an article, sometimes they are 12 pages long, so I only take the front page after I read it. So yeah. you're not going to find the details you're looking for. Uh, I don't fun. think she put it in her badge because I think that would have been the headline. Like, no, because it's good. a fucking news article, and they're not going to say inmate puts small gun in her badge. Inmate puts p- pistol and pussy. Sorry. They're not going to put that in, and that's kind of <laughs> offensive and gross. Come on, show some respect for this woman, crackhead, who... Crackhead. Imagine you're in jail, and a new inmate shows gun. up, and you're like, I'm going to punk that bitch. I'm gonna, I'm going to take all her money. You're like, hey, <laughs> it's just money. bitch, you're in my jail now. And all of a sudden, she's like, think again, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's 
the action movie I want to see, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Enough about that. Johnny, you sicko. I know you want to keep talking about this. We're moving on. I wanted to read that. Did you hear about Dr. Seuss? He's dead. <laughs> he died a long time ago. <laughs> but some of his books, this is going to piss you racist. off. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck no. They I are. Love Dr. Seuss. And they're being pulled from the shelves because of their depictions of uh, people of different culture. Dude. And their unfair depictions. And so the news headline says, Dr. Seuss books shoot to the top of Amazon bestseller list in the wake of his controversy. Uh, books like The Cat in the Hat, Green Eggs and Ham, One Fish, Two Fish, Blowfish, Bluefish. Redfish, Redfish, Bluefish? Uh, one Fish, Two Fish, R Redfish, Bluefish. I said Blowfish, Bluefish because that's a Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, uh, damn. Sorry. These uh, are all some of my favorite children's books. Yes. How are they racist? Stick with me, man. Okay. They're not. Okay. Here's, I love when a fucking protest misses the fucking point. <laughs> These books are not the books that are being pulled. Oh. These are just the popular books that everybody has read. Yeah. And when everybody heard that Dr. Seuss books were being pulled, they got upset and immediately ran to Amazon to buy these books and they all just bought the fucking non-problematic books. Yeah. And so in this weird way of trying to uh, circumvent these offensive books taken away, like, no, we're going to get, we're going to, we want things to stay just the way they are. They just supported the Seuss, the Seuss Foundation. Yeah. Who is the group behind the removal of the problematic books. The books in question, by the way, and I know you're wondering, are... Ready for these rhymes. They don't, these are, sh these are the shittiest books that nobody's <laughs> even fucking heard of, man. It's, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. I've heard of that one. If I ran the zoo. Okay. Mick, Mick Elligott's pool. Never heard of that one. On Beyond Zebra. Okay. Scrambled Eggs Super. And okay. The Cat's Quizzer. Those are the six books that are being pulled. And, um. I did some research because I wanted to know, like, what was what was so bad about these books? Like, does Dr. Seuss say, like, <laughs> I'm sure they're just drawings of, like, so in. Uh, that's my guess. I didn't want to look them all up because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a busy dude. I got better things to do with my time. I looked at the first one on the list, which is uh, and to think I, that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. And apparently in that one specifically, it's a depiction of a Chinese person. And I was gonna say yeah. I, internally, I was like, it's probably it's stereotypical. Asian. They have like a cone-shaped hat. Yeah. They're eating with chopsticks. Um, you know, they're drawn pretty stereotypical. And so the Seuss Foundation, because Dr. Seuss is dead, like you said, they mm. say, you know what, this kind of is a bad representation of this is a stereotype that we don't want to reinforce. And so they're pulling that book. But in doing my research, I found that that book was um, already changed. That okay. Dr. S Dr. Seuss himself That's cool. in 1978 redrew that character. And originally that, I wish I had the quote here because Dr. Seuss said like, I drew him with yellow skin, mm -hmm. I gave him a ponytail, and I <laughs> called him a Chinaman. Oh. And in 1978, he said, this thing was written so long ago, that was acceptable back then. It's kind of offensive now, and I'm updating it. And so he made it an updated version, which he made the skin color white and he took away the ponytail and he called it a Chinese man. Yeah. Which in 1978 
was pretty progressive and acceptable. So I feel like here we are in 2021. They're just doing the same thing again. They're just updating it because times change and um, these depictions of people change over time and some of them become outdated. Everybody has an example of like a past depiction of a culture, any yeah. culture that is no longer relevant and is no no longer like people don't want to be represented that way. Asian culture got hit the hardest because like you, you have shows like Hong Kong Fooey and shit <laughs> like that, like in the 80s or 70s. Like it just... uh. And like get smart. Yeah. For a while it was like, damn. And I can understand, you know, people being like, I was a fan of that and I never took it to like a, a racist thing and I never um, thought anything negative about those characters. But what some people may miss is that, okay, cool that you never got that out of it, but perhaps other people did. Oh, yeah. And or also maybe subconsciously there was some stuff that you, that was being reinforced that you weren't aware of. Mm. Like maybe you just passively assumed that that representation applied to every person from that culture. And maybe that could be problematic, you know? It's these, uh, for anybody who didn't know <laughs> why we have to update children's books, it's for that reason. Uh, and I know that there's people who are like really offended by this. So I just think it's funny that they all ran out to buy Cat in the Hat. <laughs> I feel like it should get to a point where like, I know it's it's good to say like oh hey we're gonna go back and change this but it just causes so much shit like this just this just happened with the Muppets they brought all the Disney Plus and they put a couple disclaimers before episodes they didn't change anything they just put yeah. a disclaimer and everyone's like what the fuck they it's did like, the same thing with Dumbo they put yeah. a disclaimer in front of it and with Dumbo they specifically said there are these crow characters yeah. in here that are offensive and are depicting. They were based off of depictions from like the 40s when this is made that are no longer relevant. Yeah. And then they show you the movie. That's it. Yeah. They just be like, yo, these crows, we wouldn't do that anymore because, yeah, we that's offensive. Here's the movie. And then people were just like, I can't believe they fucking said that. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's just uh, truth, isn't it? Uh, one final thing about Dr. Seuss real quick. I don't, this has always irked me my whole life. Uh there's this one book. I don't. I think it came out like after he had died. Oh, the places you'll go. Yeah. I see that every time I'm in a Barnes and Noble. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's always I'll in like an, an adult section. I'll tell you why. <laughs> that is a. It's become a classic graduation gift. Oh. For people when you're just getting out of high school. I think it's specifically high, when you graduate high school. Okay. And you're still like, oh, I'm a kid. Wow, scary big world. College. Ah, and you get, oh, the places you'll go. Okay. Because I was always like, why is this book? I see it every it's time. It's in the adult section. You're <laughs> every, right. Every, every it's time like I'm there. It's an inspirational book. I don't think there's been a point where I haven't walked into a bookstore and not seen that book. It just lets you know how fucking <laughs> dumb the majority of the population is out there. When you're a fucking adult getting motivated by a Dr. Seuss <laughs> children's book made for like kindergartners. Uh, and I'm really offended. I'm offended that the uh, racist Dr. Seuss books aren't available anymore. Yeah, come on, people. Anyways, I'm sure there'll be a flame war in the comments about that whole segment. Always. Fake tax preparer gets COVID bailout loans worth more than $1 million. This keeps happening. Yeah. Last week, I brought you the story of the woman who had a fake online clothing brand. Yeah. And she... Uh, got $150,000 in COVID relief. Yeah. Well, this is a guy uh, uh, pretending to be a tax preparer who got over a million dollars. And the article goes on to get a 
response from this government official who says, well, this was bound to happen. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, we rolled this out so fast. We knew people would be scamming us. Okay. Yeah, I almost feel like shit. Wish I would have thought of that. How, how, <laughs> many people, how many people got away with it? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I like the government officials like, oh, you got us. Eh, what are you going to do? You win some, you lose some. Um, we already talked about that. Let's let's talk. I'm going to end today. We're going a little long here, so I'm just going to get to some good news. Hell on yeah. a positive note. And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put a little bookmark here. We do have a gutter life update, but we're going to save it for the end. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. And you have another video to show us. Oh, yeah. That we're going to end we're, on. Yeah, we're going to end on that video. Pfizer CEO's Israel visit canceled because he is unvaccinated. Report. <laughs> that's like the fucking, that's an insane, like, if you want a, like I said before, masterclass. If you want a masterclass on irony, there you go. Well, <laughs> this is a... He's like, I ain't using that shit. No, it's okay. a sensationalist headline because yeah. when you go on to read the article, you find out that he, the the CEO of Pfizer is not eligible to get the vaccine. Oh. And he doesn't want to cut the line just because he's the CEO. And so he had to cancel his trip, uh, his visit well, to cool. Israel, because he didn't want to cut the line. I told you, man, it's a positive story. Hell yeah. We're doing good stories here. Sounded like it was going to be a bad one, but it turned good. Yeah, I, th I thought he was going to be like, I ain't putting that shit in my bloodstream. One Arizona county has so many vaccine doses, it's now able to offer them to anyone over 18. Uh, you want to take a trip to Arizona? Yeah. We're pretty close by. And let me, let me, let me get the destination here because the writing is small. Tucson. No. Gila County, Arizona. 90 minutes east of Phoenix. Head over there. <laughs> Anybody who's over 18 can get the vaccine. So head on down there and get your shot because they got extras. Head on down to, <laughs> I like the way you start. Head talking. on down to Gila, Arizona. <laughs> we got so many vaccines, we're slinging them out. I don't care if you're 75, 55, 65, 35, or 18 years old. We're going to stick you with this serum. It's going to give you the good stuff, and COVID 19 can suck it. <laughs> I like that. Just a little on the spot improv for you. <laughs> All right, and the final news story here. Final. U.S. vaccination pace increases to 2 million doses a day. Hell yeah. We are vaccinating 2 million people a day here, which is way ahead of schedule, which means by April or May, we might have fully vaccinated population and we can get the fuck out of this fucking quarantine. Woo! Woo! 2 million a day, baby. So get your shot. Wherever you are, head on down to Gila, Arizona. Head on down. We got tripled uh, vaccination Tuesday. You can get two for the price of one. We got more shots than we can handle. We done stuck every ass and arm in fucking tri-state area. <laughs> I don't think it's a tri-state, but fuck you. Tri-county area. Uh, so that's all the news stories. Yeah. Now, let's take it back a few weeks. We uh, played a song um, by the band Gutter Life yes. called Cancelled 19. We thought it'd be cool to get Gutter Life to play on this show. So immediately after, I, I ran to my computer. I typed up a furious email. I found their email. Yeah. And after a couple of days, we got a reply. I don't know. If, should I read the reply or should we just uh, Please, paraphrase? Please read the reply. All right. It's going to take a second here to pull it up. We reached out to Gutter Life 
uh, because they were such a smash hit on the show. You may remember Cancelled 19 opens with the awesome hit lyrics, I won't be getting the vaccine. <laughs> and we kind of listened to all of it and uh, had a good time. I love reaching out to people who have a different view on life. Yeah. And so we reached out to Gutter Life and we said we'd love to have you on the show. Do an interview or a performance, whatever. This was the response. Um, out the gate, very confusing, but please be on the show if you're watching. Uh, hey, how's it going, Johnny? Question mark. I just looked up Mega64. Seems like a successful and interesting channel. Unfortunately, I don't have a band to perform with. I don't really even play music much anymore. Uh, this was just a one-off for fun to piss people off and pass the time during quarantine. I'm flattered it made its way to your ears. That's pretty cool. You're welcome to play it on your podcast. Uh, I think it will generate some laughs and probably some anger. Just don't get canceled for it. Ha ha. That being said, I think Cancelled 19 should be uh, in the running for new official theme song. We Dude. Have, we have permission from the owner. <laughs> and he said we could use it. <laughs> Just don't get canceled. That's not be the way. It's just like, I won't be getting a <laughs> I mean, fucking ironically, I think it's funny. I do. Right. And uh, this week. And real talk, getting that email from that, that guy, it put a smile on my face. Yeah, it, it me made too. me feel really happy. And I felt like, cool dude. All right. You, it's a piss take. It's a joke. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But cool dude. But then we got a follow up email. Yeah. A day later. What that one say? This one said, hey, Johnny, just spoke to some of my boys over here who turn out to be longtime fans of your channel. They're potentially interested in learning one of my new songs and doing a performance over Zoom. Just let me know some more details of what you're looking for so I can relay the information back and maybe get this rolling. No guarantees, but some more info would definitely help. Thanks, Matt. So we appreciate it and we would love to have you guys on the show. Yes. Anytime you want to perform a song live, you want to just record a song and send it to us and have us play it, we're down for any presence. If you want to come on, <laughs> do an interview, we'll talk to you. We're just happy to have new friends. Yeah, it was funny. Like uh, Derek and I got really excited when we got those emails and we kept like running up. We got to fucking go to live. And then uh, I didn't realize a couple days later I was talking to Garrett and he was like, yeah, it's crazy. You're going to have that band on or whatever. Like, are, are they going to be masked up? And I was like, Oh, I realized in our excitement, we just kept saying, oh, the band is coming. Like, that, oh, not that yeah. we're doing a Zoom call. Uh, we made it sound like we were going to bring a, 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 <laughs> a anti-vax band to <laughs> perform the live in studio. <laughs> to Garrett's credit, he was very supportive. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or are they going to be masked? <laughs> uh, so, you know, that one's up in the air. We'll see how that all plays yeah, out. Please. I guess that's a reason to tune in next week and, you know, see how this drama unfolds. And I think on that note, yeah, uh, I got a can, video. We can come to the end of the show here. Johnny has a final video for us to watch. Thank you for watching, everybody. Um, we're always trying to get guests on the show. I want to yes. say, if you have somebody who you'd like for us to talk to, let us know. Um, I already plugged my Instagram. You want to plug yours? Yeah, uh, I know it's lame to say, but my Instagram is catboy underscore slim. So hit me up. Catboy I, Slim Shady was I taken. To, I need to change my. Branding on the internet. I don't think so. I think mine is too dull, and yours is weird. I wish mine was weirder. Yeah, but Catboys is a whole fucking can of worms now. Everyone thinks I'm a furry. I, I just thought it was funny. picking a screen name. It, Me they, too. They always suck. I've never had a good screen name. Me too. That I was proud of. All right. 
All right, so we ended last week with some cringe, so I found, you know, some unrelated cringe, and we're going to check it out. Uh, Westman, are you here? And then the final speaker will be Andrea Pullman. Hey, I'm Uriah. Uh, It was really awkward doing the Pledge of Allegiance because I'm Canadian, so I kind of went with it. Huh. Those guys doing his stand-up routine. I did vote in the last election, even though I'm Canadian. I'm like, ah, let's see what happens. If uh, if a Russian can vote, why can't I, right? A brush? A Russian? A Russian. Me from oh. Canada, I'm not used to the sun, you know? So it's just sitting there, you know, on the bench, sweating. Sweating like a Republican applying for food stamps. Now, is it just me, or does he have a slight French accent? Is, oh yeah, is he French Canadian? Probably. She's parking. I don't know. I feel weird. I can always because I don't really find French humor funny. <laughs> I went down the Las I'll be real. Uh, I'll be real with you. Know, the blue That's man funny group. with this guy. And then my car broke down. Hold on, let it. Play. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. In this case, it was my car, my dreams. Cause see, I had AAA, but you know <laughs> the guy Canada, behind right? him is so, so I, mad. Uh, Canadian version. Yeah, the, the dude out, with the uh, white hair and, and the dude with the goatee, they're mentally connecting with each other. Like, which one of us is going to um, tackle him? Yeah, I've give this dude an atomic drop. For city council than what you guys probably hey, uh, right if you're watching, if you're still hanging with us this deep in the episode, am, uh, yeah. leave a comment. Who's a, who's a funny French just, uh, comedian? Just clear things up with Let me know. In, uh, like, who's on the tip of French comedy? Because I uh, am missing the boat. Everyone asks me, is this the French Yes. I'm down with Mobius and the French comic artist. Yeah. You know. you guys wrote the Greyhound I'm down with French New Wave <laughs> Cinema. I'm dude, down with do. French fries. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You just never know if you're going to get But the comedy, stabbed. I'm uninformed. Right. And all I know is this guy who I'm assuming is like French Canadian. Here's the killer. Here's the closer. I'll stop talking. I'm wasting my time thinking. People don't think anymore. I'm like a live Twitter feed at this point. You know what I mean? I was watching. No, I wasn't. Mr. Westman, thank you. That's so my much. time. Hey. No, that's a, thank you. That's oh my, my time. What a psycho. He was like, you know what? No one no one's done. Stand up at city council. Ha <laughs> ha. That dude bombed. It, first of all. The more I think about it, <laughs> I love how you weren't even like willing. You were like, I'm just going to talk because fuck this guy. <laughs> what do you mean? No, like you were like talking about like, oh, French comedy sucks. So like it's like we both were like, I don't even want to hear what this well, guy said. I mean, I I could instantly hear that the setups were awful. There's nothing of value there. But I have tremendous respect for this guy. He's maybe he's a genius because. He's gone viral with his shitty yeah. stand-up routine. I mean, he didn't even have to get famous by doing good stand-up. He got famous by doing shitty stand-up. He he looks like the dude from Daft Punk. Yeah, and if you're going to bomb, and bombing is a part of comedy and stand-up comedy, you have to bomb. Yeah. You might as well bomb gloriously and famously like this guy. So, respect. Respect. He's uh, he's like a cringe lord artist. <laughs> cringe. Just- <laughs> cringe is a whole genre of comedy, and this guy might be playing 4D chess on cringe comedy. It just made me realize how much I hate the diction of of com- like bad stand-up comedy. It's like, yeah, you know, I was walking outside. You, you, you done that before, right? Walking outside? Well, I, I hate that diction. It's so fucking annoying. You have to just flow from the heart. Yes. And as uh, the famous ancient... Saying Comedian. goes, yeah, oh. the comedic uh, proverb goes, if you're thinking, you're stinking. So don't overthink it, everybody. 
That's a good, I think that's a great place to end it. Yeah. We're going to end it there. Thanks for watching. Tune in next week and we will be back with more quarantine madness. Uh, I'm Derek. That's Johnny. We'll see you later. Bye.